Yo, yo, what's good, what's goody, what's hood, what's hoodie, what's poppin', what's crackin', what's crownin', what's coolin', what's shakin'. Um, how you doin', how you durin', aloha, fucking, 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 whatever, in your country, in your region, in your town, in your city, on your block means hello, hi, or whatever kind of fucking greeting y'all got. Yeah, you know I mean, Bloods be saying what's poppin', you know what I mean, Crips be saying what's crackin'. Um, I joke all the time with my Latin King friends that they say what's crowning. I honestly don't know what the fuck they say. Because <laughs> as soon as they see the non-Latin King guy, at least with me, they, you know, they look at me and go, you know what? Let's keep it general. Let's not get into some specific LK shit. Okay, coñazo. Oh, hi, black friend. <laughs> That's how that usually goes. But anyways, hello and greetings to everybody the fuck out there. Let's move the fuck on. Um, I no longer want to wish you guys, like, anything that I used to wish you. This is just hello. Let's get into the next part. All right. I'm going to try to make these rambles short and sweet. Well, shortish and sweet-ish. <laughs> sweetish. So, listen. There's been a lot. There's been a lot of things going on in the world. Um, and I've personally recently officially officially separated myself from it just a brief thing i used to be an activist like literal activist like doing research and submitting it for people so that they know where to go what to fight against what the bills and the, the laws and you know blah, blah blah says who got elected what's the numbers um i'm talking things like going to rallies and marching for weeks and shit but that doesn't happen as often now which is part of my fucking problem like oh my god um, but yeah, like fucking protests and go. I've been to one sit-in. Uh, I, I didn't get a, no one got arrested then, and I was kind of sad because I'm like, damn, ain't that the whole point? You sit in until niggas get get locked the fuck up. But we got what we wanted. Um, and we got most of what we wanted. So it was like, all right, good negotiated. But anyways, yeah, I've been to one sit-in. Been to a bunch of fucking um. I've been to a bunch of fucking uh, uh, what do you call it? Bus rides, you know, like um, we, you know, you take bus rides to to certain places, and you know, you show up, you show up, and you put your your body and your energy, you know, on the line, and you show people and say things that you know, hey, I'm not with this, or you go, hey, I'm for this, right? So with all that said, recently, recently, I'm like, you know what, I am, I'm done, and I'm done. The, the best succinct way I could put it is because a lot of the a lot of the activism going on right now actually doesn't help my survival. It hurts my survival. Um, certain groups of people, a lot of groups of people actually, are getting riled up against each other. And I don't know why people don't see that violence is coming. And people may be saying, well, Charlottesville and terrorism, violence is already here, baby. Violence is already here. All right, and I'll tell them, hey, when you stop your whack-ass fucking George Costanza impression, I'll let you know that the best is yet to come, and babe, won't it be grand? No, for real, the best is yet to come with that violent shit. Um, as a person who has spent parts of his life making money off of violence, spent other parts of his life um, informing people so that they can avoid or counter violence, Trust me, the, the actual violent shit is yet to come. There aren't fucking a dozen lynchings of people of color, you know, fucking every week, every month in the United States. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's violence that has yet to come. But we're heading, you know, we are heading towards that. 
what what does that all mean practically for for me, Damian Black, Derek Warren, right? What does that mean for me? That means that I still have to survive. I'm still at heart somebody who supports freedom, who supports you know protecting the weak and giving the voiceless a voice. I still support that shit. But I gotta, I gotta survive. I gotta. I'm not talking about. Oh, I gotta eat. I gotta make money. So I betray all my people. Yeah, you know I mean, I'm not the black dude from um from Rent. You know, the dude who who told all his friends, "You gotta get the fuck out of here. You gotta leave these fucking lofts. You ain't paid rent in two years, three years, or whatever the fuck." Damn, that shit was so cold. That shit was so cold. You know. Ah. Uh, anyways, anyways. So. It got really frustrating for me because solutions are lacking. I, I mentioned this in the, um, some previous shit, so please go back to my previous shit to get more context on this. But um, yeah, this this active this current this current reign of activism really isn't helping. Meaning that there's not a lot of empowerment happening in and going on in the current, you know? There's not a lot of empowerment. People aren't being, you know, so much empowered. They're not giving... They're not being given solutions. They're not being led toward solutions. Um, and sometimes the people who suggest solutions, you know, and changes and, and, and shit, get yelled at and poo-pooed, you know? Um, how many times has anybody... Has anybody been call, called victim-blaming for wondering what a victim could have done um, to lessen lessen the harm that they received. Now, I know a lot of you were jumping automatically to rape, but that's not the only, that's a bias. That's not the only area where that actually applies and happens often. Um, but just think about that. That's not very, that's not, that's anti-empowerment. Empowerment is, hey, all right, you, the world fucked you up. Here's what I know about the world, and here's what I think I know about you and here's what I know about myself and let's use all this information so that next time the world tries to fuck you up it ain't gonna be so motherfucking successful you know because and and that that's something that's very important empowering people to have good healthy not even healthy fuck good and fuck healthy to people that have self-preservation responses towards you know uh, uh in response rather to negative stimuli so that people can be empowered so that they can have a tool you know if you if you take a fucking 15 year old and you just random 15 year old and you just fight what well, let me rephrase that because some of you guys don't know how to fucking fight so let me, let me let me make this real and accurate right so for me damien black to reborn whatever right if you if you put a 15 year old in front of me just some random 15 year old there's a 75 percent chance probably 90% chance, I'm going to beat the shit out of that kid, like, even if we sparring, I'm going to win that sparring session, like, I'm getting that kid in arm bars, I'm getting that kid in headlocks, like, I'm getting that kid in leg locks, like, it's, it's, it's happening, I'm doing everything except for knocking a kid out, because I don't want to knock a kid out, I don't, I don't like doing that shit to people who can't really, you know what I mean, like, why knock them out when the, when the tap out is just as good, you feel me, um, what you call it, so, anyway, so, if that happens, right, Somebody puts that 15 year old kid in front of me and I wipe the floor with them. Alright. Now imagine what would happen if that kid goes home. He tells his mom, tells his dad, Yeah, I sparred with Damian Black. I lost the sparring session. Oh, it was ugly. I couldn't even. I tried. I threw punches. They didn't land. He blocked everything, you know. Like, I tried to tackle him at the legs. Didn't work. At the waist, it didn't work, you know. Uh, I threw something at him, even. And he just caught it and threw it at me. Hit me in the leg with 
with a fucking with a a, a, a beanie baby that I threw at him. And it was just very awkward. It was like it was like some 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 anime short. Um, you know, now imagine if that kid came back, you know, after learning some, you know, some motherfucking kung fu. Well, he'd come back empowered. He'd come back with the ability to beat my ass or at least have a chance. So let's say I went from just simply sparring with him and I tried to fuck him up. Now that he knows kung fu, you know what I mean? He ain't going to be no pushover, you know what I mean? So, you know, it is what it is, you know? Like empowerment, empowerment, empowerment. The lack of that is nasty to me. And I've tried different ways, um, and this is an admission of ignorance and an admission of weakness. Um, I tried different, several different ways to, you know, try to try to get conversations of empowerment happening, and you know, and and and, and seek and find and all that. But all I've been able to really find is minorities and interest. Let me not say minorities. Um, people who don't have the same voice as other people in their own intersection basically hiding and cowering and acting and just trying not to get involved it's too messy i've seen women do that with feminism i've seen i've seen trans people do that with trans issues i've seen i'm a black person and i do that shit with black issues a lot 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 oh yeah i do it a lot a lot a whole lot a lot oh a whole lot i can't Everything, everything I feel about black freedom and black success and black consciousness and black empowerment, that shit right now, right now in the zeitgeist, in the zeitgeist, she, that shit is, is what we call hot takes. I have nothing but hot takes, uh, aka controversial opinions. Um, and so with that, it's like I gotta, you know, I can only really fuck with certain, you know, certain types of, you know, black people and, 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 and we're in our own little insular thing. Now, how many of us are out there in terms of, you know, the black people who feel the way that I feel with these hot takes, you know, like, I don't know. I surmise, I surmise we're still a, a, a numbers majority, but we're, you know, like, we're a silent majority to, you know, um, some other crazy people in there, uh, uh, some crazy, some well-meaning, but yeah, some other folks is, uh, vocal minorities, and so that's, that's, that's a thing that applies in every intersection, um, you know, mig how, how do men's rights activists feel about MGTOWs, you know what I mean, like, how do purple pillars feel about <laughs> red and blue pillars, like, are they like, you guys are weak sauce, weak sauce, I don't know, but the, but the point is, you can't always get what you want. You can't please everybody. And so, personally, I'm saying it, you know, publicly here. Uh, for the first time, I think publicly. Because um, I have said this privately. But, yeah, I'm saying it for the first time here. Yo, all that activism shit, all that saving groups of people shit, I'm off it. I'm off it. I'm not with it no more. But if you want to get together and discuss, you know, um, self-preservation, um, as well as uh, sociology and social interactions, I am totally down to have those conversations. If you want me to, if you want to ask me some stupid shit, like what do I think black people can do about blah, or what do I think men can do about blah, or what do I think black men can do about blah, or what do I think geeks can do about blah, or what do I think what do I think rappers can do about blah, I'm I'm we're I'm, we're not gonna get along very well. I'm not I'm not into that. I'm off that. We off that. It's off that season. So on to the next one. On to the next one. There's another segment. There's another segment. <laughs> All right. Okay. So as the title probably states or implies or some other shit, this is about 
dating shit. Ooh, dating shit. Um, so this morning I was on Twitter. And I try to make this fairly brief. But this morning I was on Twitter, right? And I saw a post from a guy who was complaining about his dating experiences and he was basically like, you know, it's hard to find a it's hard to find a solid girlfriend out here because you know, I'm I'm coming across all these all these chicks who who really don't give a fuck about the emotional side of a relationship. They care about like what can I do for you and how much money can I spend on you, how much money I got. Like they care about the materialistic more than they care about the you know, the emotional social shit, right? Um, I've had a similar experience to him, but real quick, I saw in the comment section, there were a bunch of mostly women invalidating his experiences, invalidating his, his emotions, basically telling him he's wrong, finger wagging him for generalizing and shit, cause one chick was like, you lumping all of the bad girls and the good girls in when you just say this generation. And briefly, if you know someone is generalizing then you inherently know that they don't literally mean every single person of that group. So y'all need the men and women. Stop with that, oh, you're generalizing. Not all women. That's what that's, that's what that's what she and like four other chicks hit them with. Not all women. It's like, yeah, duh. Just like the way women go, like the women go, duh, when men are like, not all men, not all men. Yeah, duh, stupid. We know that. It's you saying this for you. You need to do seven whys. You need to ask yourself, why did you say that? Then <laughs> then ask, why is that important to you? And why is that important to you? Like, seven whys, that shit. It's getting, it's getting real nasty. So, I'm looking at, I'm looking at these, you know, these, these tweets, responses to his tweet. And I'm like, you know what? It's fucked up because myself and many other men that I know, many other males, period, because a couple of them are, you know, they're under 18 and I wouldn't necessarily consider them men in general. But yeah, like, there's a few that's, like, having this experience where the the more vo the more available the, the um, chicks are the loud ones. And those happen, and I'm thinking those pr are probably going to be the, the materialistic ones. Um... Because where's all these non-materialistic women? You know, like, are they like, is it the same thing? Like, we're all the good men? Are all the good women in relationships? I mean, according to, to Twitter and Instagram, uh, and, you know, out of the words of females, no. There's many females who aren't taken at all. And so it's like, okay, so why are the good men and the good women having a hard time finding each other? And I think it's partially because we both believe in this propaganda shit. Like, we, we're, we're both so ready to finger-wag each other just for expressing some shit. Like, we're not getting along. There is a gender war. Oh, it's happening. It, the gender war is happening. It's ongoing. It's occurring. And it's, it's terrible. Mm. Like, I've experienced fucking tokenism and racism and shit where you know like fucking I've seen on dating apps no black guys like dead ass I've seen that I've seen on dating apps only black guys ew what the fuck does me being black or not black have anything to do with your heart and your vagina what the fuck <laughs> what? we can't hang out I can't take you to a diner. We can't go to a restaurant. 
we can't hit a theme park. We can't do that. We can't go to Central Park. Uh, you don't want to come to a museum with me because no black guys, right? And if you say only black guys, right? Here's a, here's something that's happened to me occasionally, right? Um, a girl telling me I'm not a black guy, black guy, quote unquote. I'm not a real black guy. And then she goes, you know what I mean. You know what I mean by real black guy. And then I turn into that real black guy. But not 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 for show. Not for show. I turn into that black guy to get her the fuck away from me. That shit, every time that happens, that it, I automatically switch into the most fucking ratchet stereotypes of myself. Like, the most ratchet black stereotypes and shit. You know what I mean? Like, I just go into my, my darker side. You know what I mean? What, what she's aiming at. Oh, you want to see ghetto? Oh, you want to see hood? You know what I mean? You want to see some G shit? Some G shit? How about, bitch, suck my dick and get the fuck out of my face? You got 10 seconds to make that decision. Eight, six, four, two, bye. Bye, bitch. Like, you gonna disrespect me like that. Oh, you're not a black guy, black guy. What the fuck is a black guy, black guy? What the fuck is a white girl, white girl? What the fuck is a white, white guy? What the fuck does that mean? What, what are you people doing? What are you people even doing? Like, that's for both genders right there. What are you even doing with that shit? You know, like, and this is something that's common on dating apps. I've seen shit, I've seen shit where girls are like, no guy shorter than this or no guy taller than that. All right, fine, okay, boom. These are are superficial shit, but I'm saying it because it actually emotionally affects people. When they see that they're so unwanted, someone took the time to put it in their profile. That hurts. That really does fucking hurt. And we remember these things. And we and what brains do is is develop patterns and seek out patterns. And so guess what? We're looking at the patterns of the women that say this. What do they have in common? So I can avoid these bitches. That's what happens. Like some of some of you good girls are adapting behavior of bad girls. Some bad girls are adopting behavior of good girls. And this fakery shit is getting is getting a lot of people wrapped up in stereotypes that they don't even belong to. Like, you know how many you know how many women who are not promiscuous, like meaning they don't have they don't have sex and have no desire to have a bunch of sex? Like, you know how many women like that? Like chaste women? want to be referred to as sluts? I've had this argument f- with four different women in the last three years where I'm like, you're not a slut. You support sluts. There is a difference. You can't just say, oh, I identify as a slut. No, 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 no. You feel the pain that sluts feel, right? You empathize with them. You have empathy for sluts. You're not a slut. What the fuck? Like, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Like, one chick I even told him, like, if you were such a slut, then why haven't you gotten no dick in three years? That's your choice. Because instead of choosing to just get dick, get pussy, you're choosing not to. Which is not what a slut does. Like, if you take take all of the emotional shit off of it, all the judgments and shit, yo, that's not what a slut is, B. Chill. I like sluts. But I also like trash chicks. I like, a, I like different types of people. Relax. Slow down. Slow down. Slow down. 
Everybody want to get credit for being fucking cool. Just like the same way dudes be like, yeah, I fucked every bitch that I ever met. It's like, no, you didn't. You fucked 1% of the woman you tried to fuck. Get the fuck out of my face with that shit. The slickest niggas done, done fucked 10% of the, of the chicks that fucking... And those are, the, those, are, those are motherfucking pimps. Like, those are playlistic, southern playlistic Cadillac-ass niggas. You know what I mean? Get the fuck out of here with your posturing and lies and shit. So anyways... It's not just the racism, it's classism. You know what I'm saying? Like, no broke men. You know what I mean? If you ain't got no money, don't talk to me. Um, it's like, wait, what? Wait, what? Only men with degrees. Or certain specific types of degrees. Yeah, that, that, that happens, right? Also, amongst that stuff, and that, that really is a, applies to, that's, that's maybe maybe 20%. So one out of every five um, women who actually put a description in their description, or they're about me, they say something about them, that, that's about one out of five of the chicks actually do that. The other issue with these dating apps and this dating world is like with the apps, specifically with the apps real quick, the apps, a lot of females don't have anything in their about me. And it's like, you do realize that the only reason now that I would interact with you is sexual. I hope you know that. I hope you know that because I don't know anything about you, I'm just going based off of your pictures and maybe your name and your age. Mm-mm-mm. Like, I hope you know that. I hope you know that. So when I, so when I immediately jump in and start flirting, please don't be surprised. You don't have anything for me to say, oh, hey, you like soccer? What was the last good soccer game you saw? You got any team recommendations? You didn't go. You didn't put, put anything in there for me to be like. You know what? Oh, she really likes music. I like music. Let's connect on that shit. There's nothing to connect to. Got to start from scratch. Um, yeah. So it is a little difficult because then you know you do you do the things you adjust to the to the culture. You adjust to the apps. You adjust to you know what's going on outside. You know different bar. You know you adjust to what's going on at parties and bars and you adjust to you know what you think of preferences from different age ranges and age groups and shit and all that. And then you actually start having dates and interactions and hangouts with these with these women. And it's it's bad. It's it's really bad. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Women are still pretending to be less intelligent as they are. Um some women are are very uh are very plastic and fake. Um, and some women are super hypocritical, um, and because they, mainly I think because they're not quite self-sure about what their desires and needs and wants are regarding sex, relationships, etc. Um, and so that gets projected on dates, you know, and that stuff, it makes for, it makes for a wag date, you know, um, mm. you know, I'll put this a different way. I'll put this a different way. It's easier for me to go on a dating app or even to, just to go in, and I keep saying dating app because that's what people mostly use nowadays to connect with people. But either way, whether it's an app or in real life, like I have my best success in meeting chicks when I, how can I put it? When I play on stereotypes and tropes. If I defy if I defy stereotypes and tropes, which is normally how I am, you know, um, and who I am, if I do that, then my success rate goes down. What does what does that mean, right? I'm a 
I'm a black guy. I'm five ten and change, stocky. Um, got broad shoulders. You know, arm, you know, big legs and you know, big arms and shit. Yeah, you know I mean, um, got the goatee. Uh, I don't dress fancy. I don't dress super bummy. I I really just generally match and chill. Uh, I have a silver ring with a lot with Allah written in Arabic on the face. Well, God written in Arabic, which in Arabic God is Allah. It's written on the front of the face of the ring. I have a silver. I have a silver watch. You know, um, Lulu, my girl. She said it's uh it looks great on my skin, and uh, I tend to agree with her. I do tend to agree with her. Brighter cup. I'm dark skinned right? So that's the description. I'm a dark skinned guy. I'm five ten. I'm from Harlem. I have the New York accent. Um, when I'm chilling, I flip back and forth from different types of um, inflections and accents. So, you know, people expect a certain thing, right? So if I'm, if I say things like, let's talk about literature, right? That's not. That's that's not going to be the most attractive. That's not going to give me my best success. My best success will come if I'm like, let's talk about hip hop, because I'm black, I'm a black guy. Let's talk about the streets, you know, because I'm a black guy and I'm from Harlem, so of course I know about the streets or some shit. I mean, I do know about the streets, but that's it's not inherently because I'm a black person. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's many black people who have no idea what happens in these streets. DJ academics, um, so. So yeah, playing up the stereotypes, you know, um, black guys are less intelligent. Um, they have a lower vocabulary. Uh, black guys are fucking more animated. They're aggressive, you know. Uh, black guys have poor social boundaries. Um, they're confident. Um, they're not even confident. Cocky, you know. Uh, they got big dicks. Um, fucking they smoke weed uh they if they don't sell drugs they know somebody who do sell drugs they got the they either they the plug or they they know the plug yeah you know i mean like so i play these stereotypes up and when i do i get a lot of success when i don't play the stereotypes up right if i'm doing what i'm doing now which is you know like looking for you know looking for Something more substantial as an interaction. Something more than just we're both attractive and we're you know rubbing our genitals together. Like I'm I'm looking for more than that. I'm looking for like somebody who can be a friend. Like I have a girlfriend. I want I want a friend with benefits. That's what I'm looking for. But the friend part is important. You know I'm a freak. I'm a dom. I'm a lot of things. Sex is something that in my in my romantic relationships, they, it just kind of happens. It's it's a thing. It's going to be a thing. It's it's how I rock. But sex can happen. I can. I literally can pay for sex. I can't pay for. I can't pay for a friend. You know, that's a that's a big difference. And so I say all I have to say. Men and women both are complaining that. It's really hard to find somebody who's serious. I think it's because both men and women right now are becoming less and less serious when interacting with the opposite gender as well as just being out there in the world. There's a lot of very unserious 
superficial things that are really popular um, and are the topic du jour and is and people are really focused on keeping up with the Joneses, being hip, being current, um, being liked by strangers that they'll never meet in life, you know, like things like that. People are caught up and it's getting ugly out here. So, yeah, that's that's basically all I had to say about, for now at least, about the subject of, of dating from the male perspective. It's a little difficult out here because, um, it's a little difficult out here because, shit, Wiz, we're all the good girls. Okay, now what are they looking for? Like, they're looking for financial security, and you know, like, that's fine, but... What about the part where that man should be good to you? You know? Like, it's leading some men to feel like, why would I Why would I get a girlfriend until I'm rich? Until I have a lot of money? Why would I bother giving a woman my love if I even have it to give? You know, why would I, why would I make, that, make that personal sacrifice for a woman? What is... What is she providing me? What is she doing for me? You know? Um, other than, you know, giving me pussy and giving me head or whatever the fuck stupid shit. Like, what is she doing for me? And I think that woman is out here asking the same question. Like, what are these, what can these guys do for me? And I think they've been asking that for way longer than men have been asking it. But yeah, it, it's genuinely getting weird out here. And I think that that's something important to, you know what I mean? Notice, pay attention to. And yeah, like I said in the other segment, I'm I'm not out here to convince people one way or the other. I'm just saying what it is. Me personally on my self survival shit, I know what I'm doing, I know how I'm rocking, I know how what I'm seeking. Um and I know that it's and I know from my experience, it's a hard it's a hard, 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 hard row. Um it's a hard row. It's a hard row. Um uh, because I have to I have to get past a lot of stereotypes and expectations just off of me being a black male and dressing the way I dress you know like just off of that there's a lot of hurdles I have to go over to convince you know females that I'm interacting with that no I'm not just here for pussy no I'm not a fucking rampant liar you know what I mean like yo like I'm I'm really trying to get to know you like for real get to know you um and you know like I don't think that not even think there's not, there's not, it's not like it's a majority of females that are just dying to, you know, let every man get to know them, you know? It's almost on something they want to know you thoroughly first before you can get to know them. Um, and that is inherently a really big problem. Uh, it prevents, you know, it prevents growth in those early stages because it makes the dynamic really one-sided. Uh, but yeah, 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 that's it for this particular segment. I'm gonna make one more, and then we're gonna call this a uh, we're gonna call this a day after this next day. So, yeah, thanks for listening so far. Let's get into this to this new shit. Alright y'all, I'm going to end this talking about emotional labor and emotional work. Emotional labor, emotional work. But real quick, let me let me give you the proper for context real quick, right? I've been hearing, I've had conversations about this shit. I've been hearing about it for like two, three years now. 
um, and it's bothering me. So let's just address this shit. Emotional labor is the process of managing feelings and expressions to fulfill the emotional requirements of a job. More specifically, workers are expected to regulate their emotions during interactions with customers, co-workers, and superiors. This includes analysis and decision-making in terms of the expression of emotion, whether actually felt or not, as well as its opposite, the suppression of emotions that are felt but not expressed. Roles have been identified, ro- excuse me, roles that have been identified as requiring emotional labor include, but are not limited to, uh, those involved in public administration, uh, mother, wife, slash wife, uh, let's see, guarded professions of sec- secrecy, such as espionage, national security, military intelligence, psychiatry, clerisy, and law, a flight attendant, daycare worker, nursing home worker, nurse, doctor, store clerk, call center worker, teacher, librarian, social worker, most roles in a hotel, motel, tavern, bar, pub, and restaurant, and jobs in the media, such as television and radio. As particular economies move from a manufacturing to a service-based economy, more workers in a variety of occupational fields, are expected to manage their emotions according to employer demands when compared to 60 years ago. I'm going to stop myself right there. Nowhere in that did that say that this only applies to women. That's some of the rhetoric I've been hearing which caused me to make this segment in the first fucking place, that this is something that both sexes have to do and women clearly have to do it more often than men, which means that the men who have to do it can be a bridge between the men that don't have to do it and women who have to do it. Like, we can have a conversation and shit. It's not like men don't do any emotional labor. That's that's not even in, like, the definition or ex- example given. Um, but actually, fuck it. Maybe they're talking about emotional work because you, you may have a, a smart aleck out there who's like, well, <laughs> excuse me, emotional labor and emotional work are two, two different things. And it's like, all right, that's fair. That is motherfucking fair. So let's move on and let's get actually to what I think, what I think these women are meaning um, and intending to speak about. Uh, I feel like they're attempting to speak about emotional work, which is a related term. It's also known as emotional management. So let's get here. Um... Emotion work is understood as the art of trying to change in degree or quality an emotion or feeling. Emotion work may be defined as the management of one's own feelings or work done in an effort to maintain a relationship. There is dispute as to whether emotion work is only work done regulating one's own emotion or extends to performing the emotional work for others. Basically, basically meaning emotion work is all that all that emotional kind of effort you put in so you know um you might suppress a you might suppress an expression of something you might not you know raise your voice at your spouse you might not insult your significant other because you're doing you know you want to you want to keep the you want to grease the wheels and keep keep shit just moving forward keep shit going you don't want to you don't want to really shake things up too much you know um you know uh you know, not telling, waiting to tell somebody about your, waiting to tell your significant other about, you know, pain, you know, that you're going through, you having a bad day because they just had a bad day and you don't want to make them feel bad and, you know, blah, 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 blah. These are real things. I'm not, I'm not blah, 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 to dismiss it. I'm just blah, 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 and, you know, move, move forward. So there's a guy named Arlie Russell Hochschild. Um, he introduced the term in 1979. 
mm. and some of his works, uh, which this source doesn't directly list, and I don't feel like going deep into, <gasps> excuse me, deep into the thing to find it. But Arlie, A R L I E, Russell with two S's, two L's, and Hoax Child, like H O C H S, Child, C H I L D, one word, Hoax Child. Um, I say it hoax child because it reminds me of the spelling of the Cokes, K-O-C-H. Um, and so I see, oh, I see, a, 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 I see, a, um, I see a consonant followed by O-C-H and I think oak, like toke, oak, hoke, loke, folk, roke, R-O-C-H would be roke to me. Um, because of my association with, um, pronouncing and enunciating the Coke brothers' last name, Coke. Uh, so anyways, that's the guy who introduced the term. I gave you all that information just now so that you can find this, so we can be on the same page and information if, you know, you at some point decide to uh, engage me, um, in discourse. Um, so the idea is, it's, you know, it's an old idea. It's, it's, it's the idea of, yo, I have to suppress myself and I have to work around your emotions, in order for our interactions to stay good, to be good, you know, to be positive. I'm, I've known that to be true my whole life, but I didn't, it, it's been like the last two, three years where it's been positioned to me, it's been packaged in these terms, emotional labor, when I think people mean emotional work, number one. Number two, it's, it's been packaged in the term because it's being used as a propaganda tool to divide the sexes both sexes have to do this shit in the workforce women have to do it way more in the workforce than men um probably a difference of 30 to 70 percent or 40 to 60 percent some shit like that it's not 10 percent of men have to do it in the workplace and 90 percent of women have to do emotional labor in the workplace for the most part at least in the western world we all perform emotional labor um just the degree as i already mentioned is is different it's it's very clearly different how much different that's up for debates and statistics and surveys and all that shit right so let's focus on the emotional work thing emotional work is the relationship shit that's the friendships and you know in the relationship and um yeah it was positioned to me like again only women do it specifically specifically stated as men don't do emotional labor women should get paid for their emotional labor um women should get raises and stuff based on you know well people in general i guess what god damn it i keep dropping my phone trying to do some stupid shit but anyways the idea is that you know um women should be paid for you know, paid for the extra emotional labor that they do. Um, and some people, like myself, you know, have had the thought, well, I guess then people should be paid extra for the emotional labor that they do. But then I'm like, nah, not in the, not under capitalism. Capitalism can't handle that. Capitalism can't handle that because it doesn't do a good job. It doesn't really have anything in place to account for, account for shit that can't be measured. It's really difficult to accurately measure from a moment to moment on a day to day um how much how much emotional um how much emotional labor you know has to be so do you put a flat rate you pay five dollars an hour extra if there's emotional labor involved in the job and shit um if you don't have the tools to 
regulate um, your emotions um, and if you have a, a very chaotic emotional life, uh, how much of that is on your boss to address and take care of and how much of that, you know, is on you in your, you know, in your personal life when you get home and you're away from the job, how much of that is for you to, you know, figure out and maneuver with and around and all that, right? Like that's the, at least in my brain, that's the, that's the, that becomes the question. So I made this whole thing just, really just to say, um, for anybody out there that encounters this rhetoric, seek definitions, ask people to explain, you know, or just don't take them too seriously. Um, yeah, because this, this clearly, it's clearly like misnomers, misunderstanding. And I personally feel like this is one of those things that's used to further divide the sexes in the sense of it gives... It gives women something to something to say and feel and hold on to, um, as a point of oppression, so that they can rally together around the common enemy. Um, and I'm just saying that in this instance, the common enemy isn't man, and it's and it's not like rather yeah, the common enemy isn't man. The common enemy is the system. Um, you shouldn't be jealous of men um, in terms of emotional labor or emotional work because. We do a lot of emotional work in relationships. We don't have the same cultural and social language for emotions as, as women tend to have. Um, but that doesn't mean that we don't feel. It doesn't mean that we don't suppress emotions um, in order to keep the relationship going, to keep things going smooth. Um, so, you know, just respect it. Respect that guys do struggle um, and suppress themselves in relationships just because you met a guy who was such a fucking asshole that doesn't mean that even most guys are like that let's just keep that 10 trillion thousand um you know just just keep in mind that keep in mind that generalization is not science you know even when you mean not like even though you're, you you don't really mean all of the people in that intersection you know be careful when you're saying that most people do something um because there's almost nothing that most people of any group do. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's there's very few things that are that ubiquitous, where it's like ninety percent to the point where you you might as well just expect it. You know? Uh, yeah. So that's it. In short, to wrap it up, emotional labor and emotional work. It, these are facts of life, but they're not to be used as propaganda against men. Is nasty and un, unhealthy, unhelpful. Well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and everything in between, that's basically all we have for you today, but who am I kidding? Who am I fucking kidding? I've got a rap. I've, I've got a rap for you guys, so hold on. I got, I got something for you. Hold on. Let me, let me pull up a file. Got a little treat for you guys. Here, let's pull up a file. Something, uh, something that I'm just kind of fucking around with. Uh-huh. Yeah, let's go. Uh-huh, where they at? Let the beast know. Yeah, put a piece of metal where their knees go. Arrogant, represent East Coast. Yeah, yeah, play, I got the cheat code. Listen, shorty told me about the other night. You fool. And I got my brother's knife. Man, I used to be a wolf with the wool pull. Yeah, now I'm a lion like a true Jew. Killing Uncle Sam, major man better at it. Now, I'm just a civilian with a cheddar hat. I'm just helping Vix in the nightmares. I'm
on the problem that you can't throw cheddar at. Real warriors multiply, scale at. Ask the math nerds the odds of us scaling back. Listen, death is a funny, funny thing, yo, really. She not concerned if you scared of that. Uncool Jesus, the knife holding young bloke. Imagine, black horse on gun smoke. No, so that's why I'm the same. You ain't gotta be afraid to be loser of the fade. Hey, rules of the game apply whether you know it or not. Leg fuck your pride if it conflicts with my survival. I do not know you. I do not know rivals. Arrogant, I told you that before, and you still underestimate the will till my green is on fire and my frame is on tilt because I'm pulling something crazy from the hill. DJ, it'll make you move looking filthy. Be grateful. D made this. Great poem. He laced it. Giving you warnings the least of extreme tasting because gun metal is expensive, eh? Then again, anything for the win when it's vengeance of oppressed as the gang you were in. So I end this. Stop your engines.